This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM. This is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in the greatest city in earth on, in Johannesburg. Welcome to all of our radio family. Thank you so much for being part of our show today. We love having you with us and we hope that your air of Shabbos is going just amazingly, amazingly well. It's beautiful outside, a little bit warm and I hope that's not going to stop you at all. We are in a zone where we've, this week we had uh, already Purim cotton, so that's already on the way. So it means we're less than a month away from the actual celebration of, of, uh, of Purim. Interesting, this whole concept of two Adars and what it means, both in, in a halachic and a symbolic realm. But, uh, that's not what I want to speak about today, but something was certainly worth talking about. What I'd like to speak about uh, today a little bit is this week's Pasha, where we know that uh, the main one of the main subjects of this week's Pasha is the incident of the Egel Hazahav, the golden calf, where Moshe Rabbeinu uh, is on Mount Sinai and he's busy receiving the Torah, and he gets the the uh, news from from God that the Jews have turned off the straight and narrow, and and made themselves an Egel Masecha, made themselves this image of a molten gold. And Meshabenu goes down that, uh, and uh, as he's going, he sees what's going on, and he breaks the Luchot. He throws the Luchot out of his hand, and it says uh, when he when he actually breaks the Luchot, the, the Poskash, he tells us Vayashlech miyadav et haluchos. He threw from his hands. The luchos, but the, actually the way the word the word is spelled, it's uh, if it was spelt miyadav, it would have a yud between the uh, the uh, the dalel and the vav, which it doesn't. It's actually uh, in the singular, as if to say he threw it from his hand. But of course, the pronunciation is is differently miyadav, as if it was written with the extra. The exterior, and therefore the translation correctly is, he threw it from his hands in the, in the, uh, in the plural. And the fact that the, the uh, way it's read differs from the way it is written teaches us, in fact, that Moshe Rabbeinu carried the, the Luchais one in each hand. And when he saw what was going on there, he saw the, that horrible sight of the Jews worshipping the the Eglazov, the the uh, the golden calf, so he was angry. He was angry to the point of actually throwing down. He threw down the one uh, uh, luach that he was holding in his right hand, which th- those were the first five, the five, so to speak, on the right side that contained the commandments between man and Hashem ben Adam Lamakam, because after all. <laughs> the prohibition of uh, Zarah, of worshipping idolatry is a sin between man and Hashem so that's why it says miyodoi in, in the singular it's written in the singular but in the end he actually threw down the second one also he threw down the one which is the left side of the of the Aseris uh, Derbis, the ones that are between Ben Adam Lachaveroi, and that's why, we, in fact, we read and pronounce the word as Miyadov in the in the plural, because at the end of the day, both 
luchas, which he was holding in both hands, ended up, in fact, being being broken. So we still need to explain what what uh, changed his mind. Why we understand why Moshe Rabbeinu would break the the uh, the luchas that are ben Aram la'amalkim because of because of avodah But what caused him to to change his mind and decide? Uh, uh, which he seemingly did afterwards to throw down the other one, which contained the mitzvahs ben Adam lachavera. So the perhaps with the the pshat of the of the Beis Halevi, we can we can understand this because there's a a medrash, a medrash Tanchuma says that when the Jewish nation uh, proclaimed the two very famous words of of commitment, nase benishma, we will do and we will listen. So they took upon themselves the responsibility not only for themselves but also that other yidin will keep and fulfill the mitzvahs of the uh, of the of the Torah and and that's what they they say nase venishma we will do and we will we will hear the pastor could have said that all of Klai Yisrael said ese i will do and I will listen, which which kind of translates as, as as the singular each person's commitment. But if the if the entire nation said the the the, uh, the public statement, that would mean that all of Klaisel committed themselves in the same in the same uh, in the same manner. When we say it in public, that's not only each individual; that's every single yid then committed themselves with the responsibility for others to try to. Preserve and, and conserve the Torah as as well, which uh, they would do by 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 creating the special special connection of of Achtos and and of Achrayis of 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 uh, one Jew for another, what we call Kol Yisrael Aravim Zelazeh, where every single Jew is responsible for for one for one of the other. Now during the the sin during the chet of of worshiping the Egel, so. The Yidden, uh, even those who weren't involved, failed to stop those who were actually worshipping Avaidazara. Not only didn't they stop them, but they actually encouraged them to do so. And this we see from the fact that the Pasuk says, Ela Elahecha, Yisrael, these are your gods that took you out of, out of, uh, out of Mitzrayim. Now, what they really should have said was, was, uh, Elo Elohim Yisrael. This is the this is uh, uh, our our God, right? Or, or or this is God. Why 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 did he say Elo Kecha your your God? So the Beis Levi explains that even those Yidden who weren't involved kind of prompted and kind of egged on the other Yidden to worship the ego because. They were, for, even though they were afraid to do so themselves because they were worried that they'd be punished, that they'd be killed by, by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but still, uh, by, by not stopping others and perhaps encouraging others, they themselves were negligent because they had committed themselves to stopping and, and, and that they committed themselves to, to taking responsibility of ensuring that other Yidden will fulfill the mitzvahs. Therefore, by allowing them to do so, they broke the the uh, the achdus 
that was such a requirement for Matan Torah, where the Pasuk says, Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neger Ahar, that the whole Jewish nation, uh, 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 found favor and, and were completely unified and completely, uh, one entity with the, uh, with, with everyone else. That was the, that was the, the Matzav, that was the situation at, uh, at Matan, at Matan Torah. You know, as, uh, as, uh, we always say, you know, for one and, and, uh, and, and for all. But by, by, Abandoning this by letting others do an avera, so this kind of removed the 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 lofty tchuna, uh, this lofty characteristic of of the Jewish nation of Kol Yisrael Arevim Arevim Zelazet. In uh, right, so so the truth is that this is what sets us apart from, in fact, the rest of the world. If we sort of contrast it to Esav, Esav is the total antithesis of Achdos. In fact, the Pasuk says about Esav that Esav took his family, which is called Nefashis in the plural, Kaisel Yaakov, it says, when he went down to Mitzrayim, it was Shivim Nefesh. When 70 people went down to Mitzrayim, it says that uh, it's Shivim Nefesh, 70 soul, as if there were one soul. By, by, uh, Esav it says, Nefoshes. And in fact, uh, it says, uh, as, uh, Arevim Zelazeh, in fact, is the, is the same gematria as, uh, as Esav. Right? When it says, Kol Yisrael, only, only Yisrael, Kol Yisrael, only Yisrael, are, are united together and, and have this kind of interpersonal responsibility for one another. Esav is exactly the opposite of this Mila because he kind of gravitates towards a, a mission of doing his own thing completely, completely separate from everyone else. As a fact, Pastor says, all those who do our various are separate. Everyone's doing their own, their own thing. So now it makes sense. Why Moshe Rabbeinu changed his mind and broke even the luach that he held in his left hand, which speaks about, in fact, the mitzvahs ben Adam lachavera. Because the kind of mitzvahs that, uh, that are ben Adam lachavera demands, these aren't just between us and Hashem, these are things that demand complete achtos, complete unity with another Jew. Without that, so how is anyone going to observe any of these mitzvahs between man and man? Right? In fact, how can Hashem even demand from, from someone, uh, 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 I don't know, not to, not to covet the possessions of his, of his neighbor. If I don't feel anything for that other person, if I'm a, a ship traveling in my own light and doing my own thing, why should I care? About someone else's things, about this, the sacrosanctness and the, and the inappropriateness of, of taking, of talking, taking someone else's things. He's, he's not a kamaycha, right? I don't, I don't have to look at, I don't have to look at him as being part of, part of me. One doesn't even feel, right? The, the slightest, uh, jealousy, right? When you, when you talk about your, your right hand and your, and your left hand, they're, they're all part of the, of the same, of the same entity. And they, they, they help each other in, in many ways to do the things you need to do. So even though the, the worshipping of, of the Egel is a, is a, in fact an Avera, between Hashem and, and human being, nevertheless, the fact that it was allowed to happen 
demonstrate the lack of achdus that was that was absent when Kleisol took upon themselves the 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 nasev and nishma, which was a kind of a higher quality kind of bond that was necessary for the fulfillment of all mitzvahs, not only between man and Hashem, but certainly between between man, man and man. Furthermore, you can never come to fulfill the mitzvahs between Adam HaMokom, between man and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, without, without the actus of Arevim Zelazet. The, 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 the connection and the love that one man has to feel for another. For example, uh, many of the mitzvahs that between men and Hashem also include the status of, uh, involvement of a kain or involvement of a voida in, in, in the base of mikdash, which most of Kleisol can't be involved in. So the only way by which it can sort of be worked out that every single year is fulfilled the mitzvahs of let's say of the uh, of the uh, avoid in the base of mikdash is is only by by the actors where Christ, where where the kainim are working on behalf of the Jewish nation and we feel included included in that now in in just we're already getting close to Purim Megil Sester tells us that Esther sent a message. Uh, to Mordechai, she didn't know what was going on. She says, Lodas maze v'yal maze. She says, what's, what's going on? And Chazal tells us, in, in Daftes Vav, that Esther was concerned that maybe the, the dangerous situation that Kleisel found themselves, found themselves in, that, uh, was, was, was due because they didn't, they didn't, uh, uh preserve the the Chamishachim Shatayr, the 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 Torah, which is which is described as uh, in this week's parsha as Kesuvi Mize Umize, the the Luchos were written on both on both sides. But perhaps the way where where we are uh, explaining it, perhaps we can interpret it that a concern is that maybe Klal Yisrael was lacking not so much in their adherence to the Torah, but in their adherence to one another. Was there was no achdus, right? which again is is the concept of Koyishol Arevim Zelaz that there's no connection between between the Yin and and this very important concept of interpersonal responsibility for another yid's ruchnis for his for his every bit of spirituality was in fact demonstrated by Moshe Rabbeinu by breaking the luchas right, which is which is the luchas are described as mize umize which can also perhaps allude to the to this uh, concept of of arvus of responsibility for for one for one uh, another I mean the Chazal, in fact, tell us that the, the whole decree to destroy Kaisel during the Purim sto- story was because of their lack of Achdus. The, the Pasuk tells us in, in, uh, in, uh, in Perik Yemol of the Megillah that Yeshnai Amechad Mifuzar Umufayrad Ben Amim that Kaisel are intrinsically one nation, Amechad, but now they're not emechot. Now they are mufuzar. Now they are. Their, their condition is uh, deteriorating, and they're and they're spread all over the place. They're spread, and and, and they're and they're they kind of splintered amongst the the, the nations. The uh, in fact, the the kliyaka in uh, in in uh, Pashas B'Shalach 
explains that they they are what does it mean that they're that they're fragmented that they're broken up that they're fragmented from each other and from the Rabbanishlan. So without this kind of unity, then they're prone to chas to be uh, to be annihilated by by uh, by by their enemy, by in this case by by Amalek. So therefore, so Esther tells Mordechai that in order to save Klaiso, so we have to rebuild, we have to reconnect to Hakadosh Baruch and and get going again. That Achdus and the responsibility for one for every Yedleich Kenaisis Kolayudim. I says, go and gather all the Yinder together. So and, and there's a there's a that, that's the hint in these in these uh, in these words. One of the reasons why we're called Yehudim is because our our, our forefather uh, or one of the Shvatim Yehuda took upon himself the, the great responsibility for 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 returning Binyamin to Yaakov when when Yaakov was reticent to to send Binyamin down to uh, to Mitzrayim. It was uh, Yitzchak who said, I'll I'll take responsibility. So in fact too the the outstanding characteristic of Amisal is this concept of our Ravim the Yachtus. Right, it's almost like a like a like a mantra that we have to that we have to uh, that we have to uh, adapt, and it starts with this word kol. Right, that was unfortunately missing during the period before Purim, and had to be brought back in order to be saved from Haman's evil decree. So that was in fact why Esther commanded Mordechai lech kinesis kolihudim, go out and make kind of a rally amongst all the yidden. Right to be to be bonded to the coil to be bonded to this call Yisrael Aravim Leikonesis call you to make it again one union make it again one big group of 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 of, uh, of Klaiso. and that is that is really the message of uh, of, uh, of of Purim B'meim Mordechai Esther right and 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 the, and the minig is we we say Perik Kufchav Dalit after the reading of the Megillah, which consists of the 54, the 54 words, and the Ari writes that this, uh, this, uh, Perik contains the word Azai three times, which is also 54. So it's, 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 it's the, it's the unity, it's the, it's the, it's the great, uh, 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 coming together of, of the Yidden as, as a unit. That, that is our strength, that is our ability to, to overcome all all the enemies and to continue to exist and move forward towards the coming of, of Mashiach. We'll be back with our segment on Hilchah Shabbos in a moment. This is 101.9 on Chai FM, Soul to Soul, on the greatest radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM, we're back on your radio here in Johannesburg on Erev Shabbos Pasha, Erev Shabbos Kodesh Pasha's Ki Sisa, the important times for this coming Shabbos, as we always announce at this juncture of the show, is candlelighting time standard. Johannesburg candlelighting time remains still at 6.15 for another few weeks. Uh, the latest time to light candles this uh, tonight is at 6.27, so the, the gap between the Johannesburg time and the latest time is getting smaller as as evening gets uh, gets earlier. Uh, Shkia sunset is at quarter to seven. Uh, Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at sixteen minutes past seven 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 sixteen, 
uh, yeah, as I said, Parsha's Kisisa is a beautiful action-packed uh, Parsha, and the Haftar is equally significant, equally, uh, equally an interesting, interesting uh, a story. Get involved, allow yourself to be exposed and to, and to, and to grow over the Shabbat. We are, we are talking about the laws of, of an Erev in, in, in this segment. We, we started last week to discuss actually the making of, of the, uh, of the, of the Erev. We said that, uh, uh, we make it usually out of, uh, out of matzahs because that, uh, stays fresh for a much longer time than, than bread, uh, than bread would. And as long as it's still, uh, edible, so then it can still be used as a, as an Erev and you don't need to replace it and, and get new matzahs as another, as another, uh, another Erev. Um, the meaning is that, uh, usually on Erev Pesach, we, we remake and rededicate the, the Erev and again we make a new, a new bracha and the, the correct nusach, the correct text that we make when we make such a, such a, an Erev and then, then that will work for then for the coming, for the coming year. Uh, in many communities, we give the the rov, the covered, of uh, making the bracha and placing the erev on behalf of the entire of the entire uh, community. Um, if for whatever reason they forgot to put the new erev in place before before Pesach, so again, it doesn't make difference as long as the old erev is still there. You know, we do it every year. As a renewal, but as long as the old Arab is still there and still, and still, uh, edible, uh, so then you can still continue to carry in, in whatever area it is that the, uh, that has been surrounded that the Arab is, is in, in effect, in effect, uh, uh, for. Uh, we need to put the Arab in some kind of a, uh, in, in a packet or, or wrap it up so that it can stay, uh, stay fresh. And generally we either put it in the shul or somewhere or somewhere near it, which is a place that uh, is kind of a, a, a communal place, a place that everyone has, uh, has access, access to. But before we put the Erev in, it, in its place, so we need to, we need to make sure that the Erev actually belongs and, and, uh, and is available for everyone in the city or everyone that's that's covered by that uh, that Erev. So therefore, the person who's actually uh, putting down the Erev in his place, first he he lifts up the uh, 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 the matzahs, at least the one uh, one tefach, and he has in mind to to make a king and to to uh, to allow them to be acquired. By all the people in the in the city, and not only those who are there currently, but you, anyone who might in the future be coming to to live and dwell in that city should also be co- covered by the uh, by the uh, by the Erev. And in order that uh, to make that king and that acquisition legally uh, a binding, so uh, we need that uh, the matzahs should previously. Have belonged to to somebody else, and then a third person can then can then make the kinyan, right? And uh, before we actually uh, uh, make that legal uh, transition of of the erev that belongs to everybody, so we make a a bracha. It's it's a mitzvah, 
and therefore we make a bracha, and the bracha, the text of the bracha is again, Baruch Hashem. It starts, of course, with a normal bracha. We say, Asher kirishanu al mitzvas eruv on the mitzvah of making of making an eruv, and then we say the the text, which is an interesting interesting text, and we say the eruv azeh with this with the placing of this of this eruv yehimutalanu. It should be it should be uh, permitted for all of us. Right, wherever it is, uh, a town or a, or a settlement or, or wherever, or the, even this, the courtyard, whoever the area is being made for, it should be allow us to transfer anything we want from the houses to the the courtyards, or vice versa, from the courtyards to to the houses and from. Bias to bias, from one house to another house, and from one area of the chotzer to another chotzer, right? whatever is being covered, it'll make gag legag from one roof of a structure to another, another roof, and from the houses and the courtyards to the mobile, which is the alleyway that links the various courtyards uh, 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 together, and or vice versa, from the alleyway to all the uh, uh, all the courtyards and to all the Houses that are that are in it that are in within the area that this that this area is is covering. For us, uh, uh, for us and for all those who, who reside, all those who live in this in this city, anyone who, who who will in the future come and and even live here or visit here should be covered and and get and gain the privileges of this uh, of this. Uh, of this, of this Erev, uh, and that should be effective for all the Shabbos of the whole year, and also the, the Yamim Tevim that are, that are coming, and that's, that's actually quoted from the, from the Shulchan Aruch in, uh, in the Simon Shin Samach, Samach Vav. Uh, now, in a situation where there are, uh, Jews who live in the area that uh, that don't that don't keep Shabbos necessarily. So then, so so first of all, the the eruv itself, which we already said, has to be enough food to last for two two meals. That now everyone in the entire town is a partner in that uh, in that. Uh, in that Erev. So that unites, and as we were talking before, that, that creates an actus, that creates unity between all the people who live in the, in the, uh, in the city. And therefore we said that the whole area that is now surrounded by the Erev is now considered a, a, a Rishus, a Rishus We'll continue our discussion, discussion in a moment, but we've got to go to the shops. Don't run away yet. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9. Chai FM, stay tuned. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM, we're back on your radio here in Johannesburg. Thank you so much for making us part of your Friday afternoon. We are discussing the implementation of of an Erev, and we said that the, the concept of the Erev is, of course, to take the area in which it is it is uh, surrounding and make it into a private property, where everyone is allowed to to uh, to carry. Um, 
and and yeah, you can you can then transfer anything you want within the boundaries of that of that eruv. But there's a condition attached, and that is that all those who live in that uh, in that place, without without exception, every single person, they have to be partners in in that area. They have to belong to to the area. But if even one of them uh, is not interested, doesn't want to participate in in the area, he doesn't think it's he doesn't see its value, whatever whatever it is. So then. We have a problem because now we're not all one unified body. They're now they're now uh, elements within that uh, uh, society, within that uh, local place that are outside, and therefore it's not considered one one entity. And 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 in that situation, the eruv cannot work. The eruv can only work when it unites the entire the population that is contained within that eruv into one into one entity. So therefore. Uh, we're going to have a problem in in cities or any any type of area or, or neighborhood where you want to make an area where there are Jews who who don't who don't keep Shabbos. That since they're not interested in having the eruv, so it comes that that them and and their houses cannot are not are not. Uh, uh, considered part of the brotherhood, the unity, the oneness of the of the Erev. and therefore, it, they actually their presence actually works to to negate to negate the Erev. So, what can we do about it? the The only way to do about it, the only way to do about it, is the way to fix that up is that for those people who are not going to keep Shabbos, those people who uh, who are not yet uh, 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 keeping Shabbos. Uh, so they have to literally kind of rent out their homes for that, uh, that Shabbos to someone in the neighborhood who does keep, keep Shabbos. And that uh, even temporary kind of loan now allows that house to be joined in the, uh, in the, uh, in, in the Eruv. Uh, problem is, of course, that, uh, this, uh, this uh, plan is is going to be very very uh, uh, difficult to to carry out in in, in a larger area in, in in a city. How are you going to go and get every single uh, person who's not giving Shabbos to rent their to rent their their house out? And therefore, the the implemented plan, the plan that's usually used to allow an of even when there are people that are not interested. Is that uh, we kind of make a deal with the municipality, with the with the council, and we make a a uh, a rental of uh, of all the houses from from the mayor or whoever it is in in charge, whoever has the the jurisdiction and the right, if you wanted to, to be able to enter any any house in the uh, in in this city. But even that. Many, many say that today that doesn't apply. It's not uh, applicable today because uh, in any kind of a democratic society, uh, no one has right without a warrant, without uh, legal permission to just walk into someone else's uh, a private house unless you have a, unless you have a warrant, unless you have a, a court order to uh, to to do so. 
nevertheless, the custom still is to be lenient. The custom still is to make Erevin in all these town of uh, kind of uh, uh, towns because uh, the truth is that uh, if let's say it was a time of of war, so then the military would have the right to requisition uh, 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 houses and 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 uh, and take it over for 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 soldiers or something like that, and and you know take your private property and use it for 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 the military for any house that they they uh, they want, and even if they're doing exercises or military kind of war games, they could legally. Uh, uh, use or take possession of any of any flat that they would that they find necessary or they find convenient to to use, and therefore it's considered that they have at least some some right and some portion in all of the houses, and and therefore one can one can deal with them and one can make a, a, a an arrangement where we so to speak a rent and and gain at least for the Shabbos control of all the houses in in the city. In order to be able to make, in order to be able to make the the eruv for for the whole for the whole uh, city, it's it's a complicated process. It's a it's an interesting interesting discussion, but uh, but uh, the license still does uh, uh, exist for us to be able to to create the eruvin that we need that we need to uh, to to create. Lots more to say on the topic. We'll talk about uh, what happens if the eruv falls down. Uh, that's our next uh, subject. But uh, it's been a pleasure spending this time with you and wish you all a wonderful and beautifully successful Shabbos and, and week. Uh, remember, for those in not being Cape Town, you got the Indaba this week in Joburg. We're looking forward to it in, in the coming week. And just to wish everyone a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos of Menucha, of Kedusha, of, of holiness, of togetherness, of learning, of growing. And thank you so much for being with us and to each and every one of us a Shabbos Shalom. Good Shabbos.